At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Horse racing fans, this will be a weekend to remember. This Saturday, there'll be 15 stakes races from Gulfstream and Santa Anita. Two legendary tracks. We featuring the world's top jockeys, trainers, and of course, Triple Crown hopeful horses. First Bet wants to invite you to have a chance to win big. Enter for free. And if you correctly pick all 15 winners, you can win $5 million. Races this Saturday. Enter to win now. VEASAN.com slash horses. VEASAN.com slash horses. Coming up uh, this hour, Jay Billis on the show in 30 minutes on college basketball. It is Coach K's final regular season game tomorrow, and they take on North Carolina. Uh, that's going to be a fun discussion with Jay. And then Mike Palm in studio for a full hour coming up 60 minutes from right now. Uh, I've never been. I mentioned this the other day. I've never been to Cameron Indoor for a game. Mm. Not once. I do. What? Would you rather go to a like a great college basketball atmosphere live or a great college football atmosphere live? College football. You would? Yep. At the tailgate scene and all that. Yep. The only problem with me is that uh, there's so much downtime in football. And the crowds in basketball, if you go oh, to like Oh, very true. Yeah. You have no idea, especially oh, in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, oh, boy. It's go bad. to an NFL game once. And you realize it's just you're just standing around looking, and you're waiting for the guy to signal you were back from commercial. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know we know people who will say you're not a sports fan unless you go to these games live <laughs> all the time, right? Like, okay, would you please stop with that? Like, I like going to sporting events, but not nearly as much as when I was young. I mean, look at the sports book that we have to watch games at, and you can have a three or four TV set up at the house. To me, that's that's turned into uh, the nuts over the years. Wow. I would take that over almost anything. But well, we I'll tell you what's underrated. You come out here for championship week and just sit. I mean, the the Pac-12 tournament with yeah. games all day. Yeah. Bill Walton walking around. I mean, this. You got what do we have out here now? You have you have West Coast, Mountain West, Pac-12, Whack. The Big West is out here now. I don't yeah. know where the hell they're playing. Look, did you track that down? The Big West is playing out in Henderson we here mean, in the suburbs. We have like five or six tournaments out here yeah, alone. Right. And I and we get this by the way for the people who have done this. When they come out to Las Vegas for championship week, the, the books aren't nearly as packed for March Madness, right, as they are for March Madness. So people who have done this will tell you that championship week is actually a better time to come out here in Las Vegas yeah. because room rates are cheaper, right? You're going to have more space in the sports book, and you have more games going on. Yeah. That's a good discussion, too, about sports uh, bucket list things and places to go. And yeah. This is, to me, still going to Fenway and uh, going to Wrigley Field every summer and making the drive. Oh, God. 
And, and I haven't been to like the, the new Wrigley Field and what uh, uh, the Ricketts family has done there as well with the neighborhood and changing everything and how it's yeah. uh, complete, complete 180. Well, I would have. Used to be. But it's, so there's nothing like all of a sudden you're walking, you park the car, you're in a neighborhood, you take a turn, you go this way, bam, there's Wrigley Field. Yep. And then right, the bars right. around there and Murphy's and Cubby Bear and everything. Oh, yeah, what, if it's still there, it's been a long time. But We, we walked to Fenway the time that we went. And just like going there and you see the big uh, gas station sign. And then you, you come up on all these bars. What um, Cask and Flagon, I think, is the one famous bar that we went to that was awesome. And you sit outside and you have a couple of beers before the game. And you walk into Fenway and you see the monster for the first time. And you're just like, you, you, you pause for like five seconds. You look and you're like, my God, that is so awesome in person. Um, but you're right. I, I would, me personally, I would take Major League Baseball. I would take hockey for sure. I would take college basketball. I would take college football. All of that over the NFL. The NFL to me is the worst one to go to in person. And, and then you have fights at every single stadium almost every single week. Nah, you can't say no. NBA. NBA is the worst? Yes. At all? Yes. I like the NBA in person. It's not, better, not better than the NFL, though. NFL is no good. Oh, come on. Put it this way: We live. How close to how close do we live to the uh, place where the Raiders play? I couldn't even tell you what it would take for me to have season tickets. There is no chance. <laughs> well, I you're would missing buy all the other tickets. games, though. Yeah, I would never yeah. do that. Okay. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention this: The Lakers are in action tonight. We got into a discussion about LeBron, uh, their playoff chances about a half an hour ago. Uh, if we can trust this team come playoff time, I will point this out. That good tweet here from StatMuse on Twitter. LeBron is averaging 29-9-6 on 52% shooting since January 9th. They're 6-15 in that span. I mean, he's having a great season. Not yeah. on him. Just everybody else on the team I don't like. Yeah, and the Clippers have beat him six in a row. So, and again, they they blew that game last time they played at home. They were up five late in that game. And then the Clippers made all the plays down the stretch in that horrendous final possession. <laughs> That the Lakers had, and Melo took a three from the parking oh. lot, which was what in the world was that? My God! Uh, so, again, it's it's a brutal schedule the rest of the way. And they, they nine, who knows? They probably might get the ten seed. My God, Bulls! Now this is intriguing because we got who's in, who's out, who's playing. Correct. Trey Young is questionable, and it looks like he's out based on the spread. Bulls are laying what four on the road? Yeah. They're three and zero oh against the Hawks this year. And now here our guy DeRozan, twenty eight five and five this year. The streak finally ended. 10 in a row of scoring 30 points, and that ended in a loss against Miami when they held them in check. But look at their respect here and what they're laying on the road. And uh, certainly, you know, it's it's tough being on this early in the morning. You don't know who the hell is playing in the NBA, but sure. it's telling you Trey Young's out with the Bulls laying four and a half. Yeah, and I would not want the Hawks if Young's not going to play. I mean, if you told me Trey Young is going to play, I don't think the number, I think you're right, Paul, the number would not be four and a half. And certainly, if I had inside information right now and somebody said, hey, Young is going to be in the lineup tonight, I would take the Hawks plus four and a half. Right. I'll give you another example. I want the Warriors tonight if Thompson's playing. He's supposed to play. Uh, if Thompson, but if he doesn't play, I don't want him. But if he's back, yeah, they've lost six of eight. Dallas has won eight of ten. And then Sunday night, they Golden State blew a 19-point lead in the fourth quarter and lost against the Mavs. Yep. Look at this list, by the way. This is what we're dealing with every single morning. This is actually, this is actually kind of a short list. <laughs> yes. Compared to what it was yeah. back in early January. Wait till April. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. But this is going to be, you know, looking at all these guys. Like, well, we know tonight that Jalen Brown is out for Memphis. Great game. Uh, for the Memphis game. Yeah. They are, so Memphis is laying right now two and a half at some books. I did see three when we came in. 
So it's other two and a half or three this morning. Don't forget this, uh, that Memphis has been, and we pointed this out before the Super Bowl, Memphis has been destroying teams in the first quarter. First quarter, first half. First quarter, yeah. first half, they've been great. Specifically yep. the first quarter. And Morant now coming off that huge game. I, you know, I was looking at some of the bets that I made before the season. I realized I have uh, Morant at plus 67.50 to lead the league in scoring. He's not going to do it. He's, he's averaging 27.6 a game. Embiid's averaging 29.8. But he's averaging like 40 points plus in his last, I think, six games combined. If he could, if he keeps that up and makes a push, uh, but I think it's, we have too much, not enough basketball. 120 games. Two, yeah. Are we at that yeah. point now? Yep. Okay. And Durant's supposed to be back? He is. Right? Okay. Yep. It went out January 15th, 5 and 16 cents, 1 and 6 at home. I do like Memphis tonight, too. Uh, with, with, but although Boston's hot winners are 12 of 14. But without Brown, without Brown that's it's too much, too much to overcome. Mm-hmm. But now we'll see what this Brooklyn outfit looks like now we're getting Durant back. Well, and it's, by the way, yeah. a back-to-back for the Heat in a game that yeah. came down to the wire. They, I mean, absolutely blew last night up big. Again, you mentioned this earlier. The Bucks were 25 to 1 in play to win the game outright, and they did. And the Heat are laying three in this game against the Nets. Total is 219.5. Jimmy Butler did not score in the final 36 minutes last night. He was 2 of 14 from the floor. Yikes. Bad game. You'd yeah. expect him to bounce back tonight. Good card. Good games. It's a really good card. Do you yeah. want to lay this with the Spurs? Boy, the Kings. Yikes. That was pathetic. They quit last night in that Pelicans game. Yeah, because they the game they, died, too, they, in the fourth quarter. They played well for the most part yeah. in the first half before the Pelicans took it to them. And no, that, that organization is look, look at Halliburton and Heald, what they're doing with the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Gave up on those two. No, Stabonis is a really good player, but what are you doing trading those uh-huh. guys? Uh, I would look at this with the Spurs playing tonight against a team that plays bad defense. I would look at uh, Kendall Johnson, his points. It's over 16 and a half. I'm okay with that this morning. And DeJounte Murray has been, let, let's see how much they've beefed this up now with Murray. If, okay. His points, rebounds, and assists now is 40 and a half. Remember, not that long ago, we're sitting around like 30, 31 and a half. Now it's 40 and a half because the guy's been on absolute fire. It's a huge number. I don't know if I can go over that high, but Kendall Johnson, I think over 16 and a half is worth a play. Spurs have been playing some high scoring games. That's, I mean, you're sitting there at 238, though, but that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Memphis game totally died in the second half on Monday, but 133, 129, 157, 153, triple overtime. Uh, 136, 121, 124, 118. Yeah. Uh, do you want to lay it with Toronto? No, I was just going to ask uh, you about Pistons that game. Pistons have been feisty. No. I, w- I would actually look at the eight and a half, especially with uh, Van Vliet. Yep. He's questionable for the game. And uh, so is uh, OG. So both those, I know it didn't matter the other night when they played the Nets. They were without with both guys the first time they played. They scored 133. What a race in the Central. Updated numbers at Bet Rivers to win the division. Milwaukee plus 110. Bulls plus 125. Cavs 4-1 to one now. Yeah, Cavs are no, that don't bet the Cavs. Don't bet the Cavs because the best numbers have been long well, gone sure, for a right. long time, and now they're yep. fading fast. And Philly's up to 360 to win the Atlantic. Boston plus 350. If a team wins that outside of the Sixers, who's it going to be? Would it be the Celtics? Yeah. To me, it's yeah. That'd be that'd be it. Last night, thirty-three free throws, seventeen three-pointers for the Sixers. Oh, they were on fire from downtown. Be, yep. That's, that's how they're going to do it. Paraded the free throw line all the time. Uh, and again, yeah, I Maxie's really good. Oh, Dustin, I forgot the uh, Embiid video. Did you see drinking water? Did you see him put that down? Yeah. The look on Harden's face in the post-game press conference—that's impressive. Slammed a bottle of water. Big. What was it like three seconds? <laughs> Apparently, he does this all the time, and he just like 
it's more impressive what Tom Brady can do with a beer. Yes, it is. That is that's legendary. Or Bakhtiari with the Packers. Oh, Brady hasn't beat though. Yeah, but I mean to go well, back. Bakhtiari's to, a big guy. The, the two back to back. No, Brady can take like yeah. your your big boy, and Brady yeah. so damn competitive. He'll he'll beat offensive linemen. Yep. Like, oh, he has. Yeah. Yeah. Just put the thing all yeah yep. right down. By the way, here it is. Th- here you look go. at yeah. Embiid with the water. Yeah. <laughs> I like to look on Arden's face. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Embiid crushes it. No problem. Yeah. What, one more thing on Maxi. Again, not to beat a dead horse here with the most improved player. A guy like Maxi should get that award over John Morant. He fits the bill. Up next, their resume suggests a one seed, but history says otherwise. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. It is awesome and it's enormous. Look at that. You will love it. Then look at that thing. Huh? Come on. That's a nice chicken sandwich right there. Choking elephant. That's a really good looking chicken sandwich for sure. You got it. Okay, so uh before the break, I said the resume suggests a 1C, but history says otherwise. This is a really good tweet. Bart Torvac uh, does a really good numbers with his power ratings. They're all for free on his website. Does a great job with college basketball. He pointed out that uh, there's some chatter that the Wisconsin Badgers should be in play for a 1 seed. Obviously, by pure resume and or strength of record, this is correct. But the committee has never seeded purely on the, uh, these bases. E.g., since 2008... The lowest net or RPI to get a one seed is 10. And the lowest Ken Palm power rating is 13. Wisconsin has a Ken Palm rating of 24. And yet they're 24 and 5 and they're the outright Big Ten champs. Mm. I mean, I'm looking at Pittsburgh back in 2011 had a net of 10. That's one of the lowest nets. That is the lowest net going back. That's... Again, their resume is awesome. The neutral court wins that they have out here in Maui, that was actually in Las Vegas <laughs> because you, of the pandemic. Clean the clean right? right? So out here in Maui, yeah, they uh, <laughs> might be a little confusing there. For yeah, people. right. It was played out here in Las Vegas, the Mandalay Bay, on a neutral. They beat Texas A&M, 
Houston, at full strength, by the way, and St. Mary's. And then to do this, they were picked 10th to win the Big Ten. And they were 50-1 to at one book to win the Big Ten regular season back in November. Giddy up. It's good. I I don't think they're going to get a one, though. Even if they win the Big Ten tournament, I don't think they're getting a one. Yeah, we got uh, afternoon sunbelt. Got some day action. Tomorrow's great, too. You got the Missouri Valley that goes at 10 in the morning. You uh-huh. have uh, Longwood that's playing. I think 15-1 and one conference record. So uh, now, we, now it gets fun in the next three, four weeks in college basketball. Okay, so let's run down some of these uh, trends and historical numbers in conference tournaments getting going today. These are all available in VSIN's weekly digital magazine called Point Spread Weekly. You can subscribe today. It's simple. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe in the Missouri Valley. We talked about totals here. Typically, it's very low scoring. If you go back over the last eight seasons, Paulie, totals with uh, in games of 131 and a half or higher, the under is 26 and 11. Today, one game fits that Indiana State, Illinois State. The total is 144. They just played, it was a 20 point game, 86 66, but the first time they played, it was 60 to 57. Yeah. And I would, uh, I would like Evansville Valpo under. Uh, with the late game. That does I mean, not fit the criteria, yeah, though, for I, the yes, record. Yes. That total True. is 127. True. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the Sun Belt. The early part of the Sun Belt tournament has been heavy on chalk over the last six years. Favorites 27, 10, and 1 ATS, 73%, up through the, the quarterfinal round. So today, you have Louisiana laying 3.5 against Texas Arlington. Texas Arlington swept them. 83-73 and 80-77. to 77. You have South Alabama laying 12 and a half. They beat Little Rock earlier this year, 77-46. Arkansas State's laying six. They beat Monroe 90-83, and Monroe beat them 60-59. to 59. And Coastal Carolina is laying six against Georgia Southern. Coastal Carolina won the season series uh, 76-72 and 79-58. So there you go with the Sun Belt. But how about that? You, you see that once in a while, and people have pointed out. Yep. When a team was swept in the regular season and they're favored in the conference tournament, the favorite in the conference tournament is the way to play it. That's also been a good uh, angle historically. A Sun action, single digit underdogs in this tournament, 16 and 10 straight up, but 25 and 1 ATS since 2014. So, who do we have today for single digit favorites? We have Jacksonville State, Lane 8. In their game against uh, Kennesaw State, Jacksonville won their only meeting 70-64. to 64. And you have uh, Bellarmine against Florida Gulf Coast. And uh, Bellarmine's lane three. They won their first meeting 74-63. to 63. Gulf Coast is hot. Yep. They won 9-10. of 10. That's and a I, good game. You know what? I've seen people make yeah. the case for them to win this conference. Yes. Okay. I know you were mentioning them earlier in the week. Uh-huh. Okay. So in the horizon, this angle is uh, the following. Teams playing as dogs of six points or more and having played already in this tournament are 9-4 and four straight up, but 10-3 and three ATS against teams that enjoyed a bye. So, Illinois-Chicago already played. They're catching six against Purdue-Fort Wayne. The first time they played in the regular season, Fort Wayne did beat them by seven, 73-66, but Illinois State would fit that historical trend. And Robert Morse is catching 11 against Cleveland State. Cleveland State won 
the season series, two games to none. Oh, wait a second. And now. those scores were 78, 77, okay. and 75, 68. Okay, there it is. Right, yeah. Yeah, they only beat them by one point. That's they? correct. They're laying double digits. And the other one okay. was a seven-point game. Yeah, Cleveland State's the one seed. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, in that 4-5 game, which uh, Oakland and Wright State, Wright State swept Oakland, but Oakland swept Cleveland State. That's something to keep an eye on, too, moving forward. And I know Pat Forty's sleeper is Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne has won nine in a row. And uh, the Mastodons could surprise some people. And this league is notorious for upsets. Is that his sleeper to, to win the conference tournament? Yes, it is. That is, okay. Yes, it is. Um, I, I lean Illinois. I like Illinois State and Arch Madness against Indiana State. Just played, beat them by 20. Uh, Val, Evansville's horrendous. But the, you know, a lot of light points with Valpo, you gave out those trends as well. What else are you looking at? The West Coast starts tonight down the street. Yep. Uh, Pacific. Oh, PU. Okay, so what? They're the worst team in the country yeah. covering spreads. Yeah. Uh, we pointed that out yesterday on the show. They are catching four and a half against Loyola. Uh, the first time they played Pacific actually beat them by a point. But they just played on the 26th of February, yep. and LMU got them 90-77. to 77. They're laying four and a half today. Mm-hmm. The other game is Pepperdine and San Diego. San Diego's lane four. Total is 137.5. And San Diego swept the season series 72-62 and 64-56. Yep. Two comfortable wins. Okay. And then the other conference is the Patriot League. Yeah, and that's that. hopefully that's the Colgate Invitational. Colgate's laying 16 tonight in a buck against Bucknell. Yeah. Uh, Colgate's won 16 of 17. Put the scare into Alabama last year in the tournament. Dropped 100 on Syracuse. Earlier in the year. Yeah, These I, boys can shoot. Yes, they can. I, I will point this out. In the quarterfinal round of the Patriot League, the over has been really strong going back. 19-9 last 28 games. But if, look at this total today. In the American Navy game, it's 119.5. When they played this year, the scores were 47-45 and 55-46. There you go. They couldn't even sniff yeah. 119.5. And, and the other game is uh, Army Lehigh. Well, that's one of them. That totals 143. It was 77-55 the first time, so not close. The second time was 84-71. Two of the matchups that you have there. What do you think Colgate does today? Whatever they want. Do they just probably score 90 points? But if they're up 20, oh, yeah. oh, interesting. Go, you know, and then they you get, yeah. pull guys out. Well, when's the, when's the semis? Is it Saturday? Yeah, they can spread out. That's that's yeah, and then the championships Wednesday. And they, come on, I don't what, like what is that. that? Yeah, it's stupid. It's, that's silly, right? Yes, yep. I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, that's some of the scheduling. I can't believe what they're doing. Two title games Sunday, two Monday, six Tuesday, six on Tuesday, one Wednesday. Come on, like why would that be? And how about this scheduling spot? TCU just beat Kansas Tuesday. Now they're in playing in Kansas. Can I? And Kansas is laying eleven. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? What What if Kansas loses the game tonight? All this talk about Kansas uh, has yeah. to be a one seed. Are we sure Kansas yeah. is a one seed? I'm not. I think that you have to, at this point right now, you have to be open to like eight teams as a one seed. You really do. There's no, who, who's yeah. the shoe in right now? What if Gonzaga loses early? What if they, what if somebody shocks the world and they lose? Or if St. Mary's gets him again in the title game? I'll ask you that. If St. Mary's beats Gonzaga, is Gonzaga still a one? Absolutely. They are absolutely? Yes, absolutely. Hell of a resume. That's a good league. They ripped right through it. Good league. Finally with depth. I'm looking forward to that. BYU am, plays tomorrow. I'm disappointed in Be- BYU. Oh, they vomited on themselves. Yeah, they really Horrendous did. Horrendous down the stretch. They had a good non-conference, and yeah. uh, boy, oh boy. But that's a big game. They'll probably play San Francisco in the quarters. That's a big game. San Francisco on the bubble. Yeah. Who else is a one seed overall? Yeah. I don't, I mean, if Duke wins out, they could be easily. 
I think I think the winner actually if, if Baylor wins out, if they if Baylor would win the Big Twelve tournament, you have to give Baylor a one seed at that point. They are dangerous again this year, and I mean they lost a ton. So, uh, but if if Kansas loses again, if they go out early in the Big Twelve tournament, you can't tell you can't sit here and tell me that Kansas has to be a one yeah. seed. By the way, what we were saying on Wisconsin. I would try to find that because you can bet this at some books on the over under of a seed. If you can find a yes, one and a half can. on Wisconsin, I would I would bet over that. I don't think they're going to get a one based on the history and their numbers. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, it's going to be a lot of fun. Jay Billis is going to join the program. Uh, of course, working for ESPN, former uh, player at Duke. It is Coach K's last regular season game ever. Uh, he's going to be there. It's going to be tough to answer, I'm sure. But what is his favorite Duke, North Carolina memory? And uh, I want him to name the best team in the country that will not win the national title. That's coming up with Jay Billis next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This is going to be a lot of fun. Jay Bill is kind enough to join us for a couple of minutes today. It's a very busy week and weekend for him. Of course, it is Coach K's last regular season game at Duke, and they take on North Carolina. Uh, Jay, thanks for the time today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing really well. This might be very difficult to answer because, I mean, they have played so many epic games in the past but do you have like a favorite memory or two or three between Duke and North Carolina since coach K was there? Oh God. Like you said, there's so many, um, there have been, you know, the games in Chapel Hill, the, the one a couple of years ago where, uh, Trey Jones, uh, you saw something you've never, that I'd never seen before, basically two free throws missed that led to buckets for Duke. They wound up winning that game when you, know, you could argue they shouldn't have, um, you know, but stuff like that, that, uh, uh, you know, when I was playing, you know, you played against Michael Jordan and Sam Perkins and Kenny Smith, those guys, you know, we had some epic games, uh, in that, but it's one of those rivalries where, and one of those things where there've been so many great games and great moments that picking one out, uh, that stands above all of them seems kind of futile. I don't, it's a great question. It's just a hard one to answer because of how, how great it's been and how iconic it's been over the years. Yeah, probably the the Stackhouse dunk, of course, is one that uh, always comes to mind for me. That was uh, that game because that was the year that Duke was really, really down. Kay, I think, had the back surgery that year, and that was a phenomenal game. Went to overtime. Yeah, it went to overtime. That's one where Capel hit that yeah. half-court shot yes. to, to send it to overtime. And uh, Yeah, like there's so many moments like that that uh, that you can pull out of these games. Uh, but you know, you're left overall, instead of being able to pick out one, you're left with a feeling of, of just how great it is. And that's why the games become such a a huge deal. I mean, you know, it's just my perspective, but you know, every rivalry is of the same intensity to the, the participants. So I don't think Duke Carolina is that different from Auburn, Alabama, or Xavier, Cincinnati, or USC, UCLA, or Michigan, mm. Michigan State. It's just the Duke Carolina rivalry seems to capture so much attention beyond the participants and beyond the people who have an interest 
you know, sort of, they have a rooting interest that goes deep. Um, everybody wants to watch that. It's proven by the ratings. It's our highest rated game every year. And it doesn't matter whether the teams are ranked in the top 10 or not. Usually they are. Uh, this year they're not. One is, but the other one isn't. So we've had a lot of those where one team is ranked as high, but it's still, you know, I, I, I've coined it, it seems like, but, but the game always delivers. I mean, it always uh, gives you something that, uh, that is memorable. I think that's totally fair. Will you get teary-eyed on Saturday? I don't know. Um, I, you know, and I, I, I almost said I hope not, but, you know, I, I have a job to do once the game starts. Yeah. Um, there, there's a, you know, you, I may be down on the floor before the game, for some sort of ceremony kind of as a former player. And this may be the only time I would kind of acknowledge that, Hey, you know, uh, I have roots here, uh, because, you know, I'm an objective observer to everything else, but yeah, there, there's going to be, it's going to be an emotional day. Um, you know, I kind of look at, at this whole thing as not, not just this, but, but things generally as as kind of a roller coaster ride, you know, you ride the roller coaster and then, uh, it comes to the end, you get off and other people get on and coach Gay is getting off his roller coaster ride. It's been a hell of a ride. Um, but there, there's certainly going to be, you know, some nostalgic look back and, and some deep seated feelings and should be, mm-hmm. uh, usually when people retire, they just do it, you know, and, and this has been a little bit more fun, honestly, that you, you get to kind of celebrate the career and what it's meant. And, and you know, it's coming to an end now, you, you know, most times you don't know, you may have a feeling like you didn't, you didn't know that, that Dean Smith, that was his last game and in, in the Smith center, you didn't know with Roy Williams, what it was going on. Uh, so it's a, uh, it, it's a pretty, pretty neat way uh, for all of us to, to kind of celebrate it. How about $75,000 for a ticket? Are you offering me that? Cause I'll take it. <laughs> you have my seat. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's <laughs> that's staggering. Oh my God. That's I, I can't believe the prices here to get in the get in price. So that's just what what one individual will pay. Uh, that's that's oh, nuts. Man, yeah. It is. It is. The last time we talked to you, I think you said eight teams can win the title. In light of what happened Saturday, do you still feel that way? Yeah. But I think I said at the same time that I wouldn't be surprised if if any of the eight were to lose in the, in the sweet 16. We yeah. just don't have the kind of power at the top that we had last year. And that's not a negative. Um, it, 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 you know, we could sit and say, Hey, you know, this is the year we're going to have a Villanova 85 or a NC state 83. But the reason we have to go that far back to make that statement is it doesn't happen very often. And you have teams that can break through and make the, the final four. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if somebody falls down in your bracket, it can open up that path to win four games and get there. But winning a championship is different, and and you just don't see it very often. And I'm not sure we're necessarily going to see it this year. Now, if Illinois wins, would we be shocked? Of course not. But um, and they're just outside that top eight. Or if Kansas wins, would we be shocked? I'd be a little surprised if Kansas won yeah. this year. They're, they're, they're very good. But when they're, yeah, and that's what the, the, this whole bracketology stuff, when they say, Hey, if it ended today, this would be the number one seats. Well, it doesn't end today. And we're going, they're not in, uh, I think on game day, we were saying, look, I, when they had the, the NCAA reveal of their top 16, I was going, Kansas isn't the fourth best team. They're not. 
and and they've lost two. Now they're out of the discussion. You know, it, it, there's still more to go, and and there's a difference between looking at a team's record and saying, well, wait a minute, this is how good they are, mm-hmm. and uh, th- those can be two different things. For sure, it's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Jay Billis, our guest. So as a follow up to that, then I wanted to ask you the best team in the country that will not win the title is who would you say Kansas or is there a better team in your opinion than Kansas that will not win the title? Well, I mean, it's that top eight. So, you know, if I had to to lay money on a team right now to win the whole thing, I'd go with Gonzaga because they, they have a tremendous amount of talent and they score really easily. You know, I, I mean, I think, and I think they defend really well. Um, they're not the best defensive team, but they defend really well. And uh, so I think they're in the best position to do it, and they'll have a, an extra week to prepare uh, because they they play their conference tournament earlier than uh, than the larger conferences do. But um, you know, I think Gonzaga has the best chance. But but it's not like last year. You know, it's not a no brainer that they're going to make the Final Four. Well, what do you think yeah. of a team like Texas Tech? They they have a chance. I mean, you know, they're healthy and uh, and that's a very good team. They're excellent defensively, and with Terrence Shannon Jr. healthy and Kevin McCullough and you know Bryson Williams transferred in, uh, and and heck, if he could play every game against Kansas, I think he averaged thirty against Kansas. He'd be first team All America. But they're good. They're really good. Uh, so could they do it? Yeah, it's kind of like I said about uh, Illinois. It's possible. But but I don't put them among the top eight. They're more in the in the ten to uh, you know nine to, to twelve range or nine to fifteen range. Jay Billis, our guest. Two minutes left, sir. You're a smart guy and you love the sport. Uh, Murray State, South Dakota State, and Vermont just dominated their league, won every game or, or all but one, and then ran, ran away with it. Uh, Vermont essentially played three months, in my opinion, for seeding and to host the championship game on their title floor. Why don't these small leagues go with an auto bid? Why don't they go with an auto bid? What do you mean? Uh, like if you no, if you go undefeated, you go eighteen and zero in conference or seventeen and one, and and win your league. Why don't they just say you're in no conference tournament? Money, it's money. Uh, they want to play the conference tournament for money. They, they get the championship game on ESPN or whatever network, and they get paid for it. That's why they do it. They they want to do it to build the excitement of it. And uh, and look, I mean, you could argue. I've argued for a long time, but nobody nobody listens to this kind of thing. But we don't have the best sixty eight teams in the tournament. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these a lot of these smaller conference auto bids, um, they they can't perform in the tournament. They they can't win. And so it's exciting for championship week, but it's just a banana peel in the way of a of a far superior team. And, you know, the, the NCAA tournament is not a banquet to reward a good season. It's a national championship event. And if it were me, I'd have the 60. If we want to have 68, which is too many, uh, it should just be 64 and ended because mm-hmm. nobody really believes the tournament starts in Dayton. It does not. It starts on that first Thursday when we get to the 64 team field. So uh, I, I would I would argue get the best 68 teams in or 64, put the best 64 teams in. And that means you're going to have the best mid-majors in. And, you know, just for an example, when Steph, people forget this, when Steph Curry was a junior, uh, he was the best, arguably the best player in the country. And, and his team had a great year, but they got clipped in their, their tournament. 
And he didn't go to the NCAA tournament. In 08, they went to the Elite Eight. Uh, but in 09, he didn't go at all. And he would have made it if we had the best 64 teams. But because they have these yeah. auto bids, yep. uh, he didn't go. Yep. Jay, great spot, as always. Um, and enjoy the final weekend here, the final game with Coach K on Saturday, okay? Thank you, guys. I will. Thank you. Be good. There you go. Jay Bill, it's up next. In Pocket Plays, what we're betting today here on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. I think I take this uh, open for granted. It just clicked to me that those two sound bites here from the office are so apropos this time of year. When Pam says that about the college basketball algorithm, he's got he's got that where he can win in every game. And then Kevin's like on 10,000. You know, I, I forgot about this. My dad and I, we bet South Florida a couple of years ago. Remember when they had Taco, Taco Fall? And they were Central Florida. What did I say? South. Okay. UCF. Yep. My bad. Taco. My bad. Yep. They were in that 8-9 game. And they had Duke on the one line. Duke had Zion Williamson. And they were loaded. That they year. had him. My dad and I found Central Florida at 2001 before the tournament. Took a flyer on him. Do you know how live we are with 2001 if they don't let that game slip away against Duke? They had it. 2001. That whole bracket opened up, too, underneath them, as I recall, didn't it? Yo, uh, Michigan, yeah, because it was like Michigan yeah. State eventually beat them to go to the Final Four. But yeah. if, who knows what happens at uh-huh. that point? Yeah. But 2001, you can get creative. Uh, you're yep. up first here on In Pocket Place. Okay, I'm going to do it here in Arch Madness with two favorites. Illinois State playing one and a half against Indiana State in the 4 o'clock game. Betty number 816. They just played... Illinois State beat them by 20. Now I'm on a neutral lane one. Okay. And as far as uh, the totals, the total 144 and a half. And this league has been under city for a long stretch. Watch these totals move today and and tomorrow with Arch Madness. And Valpo playing five and a half against Evansville in the late game. They swept them in the regular season. Evansville is horrendous. They are 6-23 and and have lost 10 of 11. It's over. Come on. Just say, okay, let's, let's get through this, especially if they get off to a slow start. Collect the jerseys. We're on to next year. They lost by 14 and 5 in the two meetings as well. 
Uh, huge matchup Saturday in the Prem. Uh, battle of relegation. And Nigel's right. I mean, Brentford's got to get a big win here or at least get a point. They need a point in this game. And uh, they take on Norwich. Go under two and a half goals, minus 150. That's at 7 a.m. As it Look at the table at the bottom. Norwich 17, Watford 19, Burnley 21, Everton 22, Leeds 23, Brentford 24, Newcastle 25. I mean, this is really something here at the bottom as three teams are relegated every year in the Prem. And Newcastle and Brighton, Mike Palm special, under two and a half goals, also juiced minus 150. Brighton has been shut out in their last three matches. And in their last five matches, they've scored a combined three goals. Nil-nil detectors out in that one. Yikes. Both matches, actually, I could see it. All right, last night, had a winner with the Heat plus four and a half. Uh, for those of you who had Heat money line before the game, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, it's a tough beat. That stinks. Uh, yep. I mean, they're up, put it this way, the Bucks were 25-1 to 1 in play to come back and win the game, and they did. And then they, the jump ball with eight seconds left, deep, like, back on the Bucks side of the court, they win it. Holiday grabs it, has to go all the way down, and he hits the shot with like a second left. No timeouts for the Heat. That's the ball game. They win by a point. Anyway, so that was a winner plus four and a half. Tonight, player prop, Keldon Johnson, Spurs, over 16 and a half points uh, against the Kings. But the Kings don't play any defense. No. They stink, and Keldon Johnson's been playing uh, good basketball. And uh, money line, first quarter money line bet, Memphis, minus 115 against the Celtics. Let me go back here and give you some of the uh, recent Memphis games in the first quarter. They led the Spurs 42-34. They led the Bulls 31-22. They led the T-Wolves 31-21. They played Portland. They actually trailed in the game against Portland. That's the weird game that they lost that you talked about earlier. Against the Pelicans, they were up 37-27. Against Charlotte, they were up 36-15. You get my point. It goes on and on and on and on and on. They have been sensational out of the gates. No Jalen Brown tonight for the Celtics. Give me Memphis first quarter, minus 115. There you go. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Over 300 different ways to bet the NHL. And there are four, or excuse me, three $4 favorites already tonight in the hockey. And you might get the $5. Colorado's 430. Kyle Calgary's 430. They're taking on Arizona and Montreal, respectively. Woo-hoo. I would suspect the Colorado game is going to go yeah. up. Yep. Right. I mean, though, I mean, tied into maybe some NBA games tonight, parlays that will come in, that kind of a deal, that will happen. Uh, email here is ftm at vcin.com. This is from uh, Garrett. He says, Let Paulie know, since he can't see emails, that three of my cousins went to high school with him when he lived in, as what you claim, as the armpit of the world. No, no, no. Armpit of the world, Superior, Wisconsin. No, that's what he said Duluth, Minnesota, Superior, Wisconsin. He said, did he say high school? He said high school, yeah. Does he have your years mixed up? No, I didn't go to high school there. I'm St. Cloud. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an eagle. When, so when, at what age did you live in Superior? Uh, 87 to 91. Oh, so it was pre-high school. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and then I, I went to college at UMD, 95 to 97. Transferred. Horrible decision to go there. To Minnesota Duluth? Yes. Why? Hor- it's a nice, they didn't it's a nice a city. Good, no, it's not. They didn't have a good communications program either. Oh, I went that, to well, that Cla- hurts probably. I went to St. Cloud State at this uh, great communications I mean, program. I've been to Duluth a couple times. Beautiful. Yeah. No. All the bridges. Yeah. I would say this. People during the summertime, they work out like crazy there. 
Yeah. The rollerbladers, the bikers, the people. I've never seen that before in my the life. The highs in the 70s. It's like Anchorage, Alaska. Lower Canada, Duluth, Minnesota. No, that's where they, that's where you have underground tunnels on campus because you don't yeah. want to go outside. It's so damn so cold. cold. Yeah. Yeah. What did he say? His Ooh, last I, his last name is Bradford. Would you would you recognize the last name Bradford at all? No. No. Okay. He's also asking me about betting on uh, legal apps in Hawaii, and I told this. Did I say this on the air? No, I can't remember. Huh. No, because we remember when like it passed in Hawaii that you could legally bet on sports there, but the tax was going to be like fifty five percent. I was all excited. I want to go there and look at their odds. And as soon as I landed, I asked. It was somebody at the airport and the uh, taxi driver, and he said, no, no, you can't, it's not legal yet. So I didn't even bother wasting ah, my okay. time there, trying to get down or even look at their odds or anything no, like that. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I pointed out more of the time zone there. March Madness no starts kidding. at 7.15. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Thursday? How about that? Thursday, Friday? Right off the bat, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. You're half in the bag by, by halftime. Half of the NFL season starts at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Because they do that uh, coming up in, what is it, next weekend uh-huh. when we have daylight savings? They don't flip. That's kooky. I don't know if I could do that. Uh-huh. Seven would be, that's rough. Yeah, Monday Night Football at, what would it be, two, yeah. 2.20 in the afternoon? Yeah. Sunday Night Football at 2.20? I went to visit relatives one year in Anchorage. And it was uh, like that, the time difference there, too, with Monday Night Football kicking off. It was like three or four. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Did, <laughs> did you like Anchorage? No, I hated it. Oh, you hated it? Yeah. How come? 60 degrees in the summer. That's why. And my, my, my cousin's a pilot, and he took me up. I vomited. Oh, you were scared to death. I vomited. Well, you got the bad stomach. The, 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 the plumbing <laughs> no, problem here of a, of a four-year-old. I got sick in the flight. It, was, it wasn't like a, your typical airplane. It was like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. took me up a there. Pu- a puddle, yeah. <laughs> what did you call it? A puddle jumper? I needed, I needed, yes, right. I needed the bag back there. I lost it. I somehow went <laughs> there back-to-back years. Halibut fishing. Go to the Bush Company? Did. Yeah, I, my is, cousin was a bouncer there. That's a 9.3 out of a 10. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I could not believe it. But we went halibut fishing there a couple of years. I, we, I, somehow I got lucky. We, I had like 78 degrees every single day. Ah. It was in, but that, halibut, you, you, baby. You, you want to talk about getting thrown for a loop as well. Real halibut. In the summertime when it's light until 1 o'clock in the morning, you wake up like 9 o'clock in the morning feels like 5.30. You're like, what is happening right now, huh? And it's light out. You can have, you know, you can you can have the grill going in the backyard at 1030 at night. You don't need any lights at all. Yeah. Strange. One and done for me. I haven't been back. I, I don't care for my family. either. That's well, that, that we know that. Yeah. You got that. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers, as you covered, series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. My uncle is uh, one of these, uh, he thinks he's a know-it-all. He thinks, he, he, he have a, you have a relative like this? So I, I know people like chime this. in on every topic. Everything. doesn't like, matter you, the have, topic. you have no idea what you're talking about. Shut up. He comes out here in Las Vegas. I like the guy. He means well. Got a big front porch, Gary. He comes out here to visit, and we were talking about the Strip, and he goes, yeah, you know, the Strip, uh, uh, one block uh, from north to south, tip to tip. I go, it's six miles, Gary. You have, you have no idea what you're talking about. What what one block? He goes, yeah, it's not far at all. The walking. We were talking about walking. Okay. Someone was staying at the Stratosphere and go if you could. I go first of all, I don't know if you'd want to walk down there either. Yeah. Uh, after five o'clock, but that's what to to walk to where? May, like Mandalay like Bay? Ben, yeah. Yeah. It's out of his. Because it was a block. He said. I can. I, I go, can tell. I can tell you a story. We went. We ate at the Sahara years ago. Yeah. We walked out of the Sahara. It was a beautiful night outside. Don't do this if you're coming to town any ever. <laughs> Uh, we looked down. I said, hey, why don't we go check out the pirate show at the Treasure Island? We'll walk there. It looks Everything looks so close because it's so big. 
Okay, no problem. <laughs> 45 minutes later, we arrived at the Treasure Treasure okay, Island in the Pirate Show. Oh, you clocked That's only Sahara to, to TI. Yeah. It's a workout. Yeah. But trust me, I've never lived there, but uh, it's only a block. Mike Palman's in studio coming up next. Uh, the VP here at Circus Sports. March Madness parties in Las Vegas. And he's a big believer in this team, and he has been all year long. Can they shock the world come playoff time? That's coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.